What's up, family? Today is the 14th of May, 2020. This is, wow, the fourth part of Renaonomics. Today's part is a part, like the old song goes, children are our future. Today, I want to talk a little about money, but I want to talk about money in regards to teaching your children. We've talked about pay for your, uh, pay yourself. We talked about saving money. We talked about working with others. Now, this part right here, most important part, because children are our future, and when we don't teach them properly about money, only thing that's going to happen to them is what happened to you and could be worse. That's why you must always teach your children. Teach them about the change. If you have change in your pocket, teach them. Show them what a quarter is, how much the value of a quarter is, how much the value of a dime is, how much the value of a dollar is, how much the value of $5 is. And you can show it to them in pennies. You can show it to them in quarters. You can show it to them in dimes. You can show it to them in nickels. But if there's one thing you need to do, and that is to teach your children. You don't wait till a child gets a certain age. You start working on them early. That way, one day, they may actually save up enough money to take care of you. They may actually, you teach your children early, one day they may become a millionaire. But you constantly go out and you buy and buy and buy and you never teach your child the value of a dollar because you feel because you have a few dollars that you can go out there and just spend money and never show your child the value of that money, then that's going to fall on you. You're going to have a child who's going to beg and then you're going to have an adult who's going to be going to beg you as you get in your <clears throat> twilight years. Your children will still be begging you and they'll be adults because they would have never been taught the value on how to save their nickels, dimes and quarters. When I was about 10 years old, I used to go over to my grandmother's house. And I used to clean my uh, grandmother's house for her. And in turn, she would give me maybe anywhere between three to five dollars. And I would take that money. And I would put it away. One day, my mother took me to the bank. And we opened up a bank account for me. And I was one of the happier days in my life because it's like, wow, you know, a bank account. And it was at Great Western Savings. That bank is no longer open. The form, if you live in L.A., you would know the form once upon a time was named Great Western. But yeah, Great Western. I took that money. And over the years and, until, and then when I turned 19, I put down that money that I've been saving for all those years. It wasn't a lot, but I put it down because it taught me. I put it down on my first car. My very first car. That's why it's important. And to this day, I still understand the value of dollars. And I try to teach my kids to understand the value of money as well. 
And they do pretty good with it. They don't go out there and spend money on a bunch of foolish things. They understand the value of how to save money. And when you teach your children, they will understand how to save money. It's more fun to save money than it is to go out there and spend money. A lot of people don't understand that. It's like watching the numbers turn. It's like watching the stock market when the numbers turn in a positive direction when you add or when you go down back in the day, when you go down there and you get your little you get your little booklet, uh, your little savings book stamped and it shows It's fun to watch that because it keeps you inspired. I'm talking about the child now. It keeps the child inspired to want to go out there and work and learn to put that money in the bank so we can see the numbers grow and get bigger and bigger. And as they get bigger, then they'll see the essence of what it's really all about. Back in the day, my wife had a friend or has a friend. And the son wanted to, I guess, you know, like any child, want to go out and, you know, buy things. So what he did was he went out and he got himself a real estate license. Now, he was 19. He was buying homes at the age of, he was buying and selling homes, let's let's say, at the age of 19. Didn't want to go to college. See, college is not for everybody. You can learn whatever you want to learn, unless you're a doctor or some real skillful position. You can learn that from a book or books on your own learning. If you're that interested, you don't need somebody to teach you. But when it comes to skill like doctors and people of that nature, it's a little bit different. You know, because when you're dealing with uh, people, you need to go to school. But some things you don't always need to go to school. You could take some classes and learn, you know, a particular skill. So he got his real estate license and he started selling and buying properties. And, you know, hey, up until this day, from what I understand, this, this young man is a very successful young man in the real estate game. Because now he would have been done put in his time. And he's doing right. He's doing really well at it. And I don't even think he's 30 yet. But the point of all this saving money and teaching your children, that's what Renownomics has been all about. Saving money and teaching your children the value of money, the value of saving, the value of investing. You have to teach them early. You don't go out there and buy your kids Apple phones and don't have uh, they don't have don't know the value of that phone or they just know it's an Apple. It's a name brand. If you're going to teach your kids about name brands, teach them the value of how much it costs and let them know if this is the type of stuff you want. You have to save your money in order to get it. But see, parents go out there. And they do the silliest thing. A couple of years ago, I was uh, working at this warehouse and one of the truck drivers came. We struck up a conversation and he was telling me, he says, yeah, my child is graduating from the ninth grade, ninth grade. And I'm going to get her uh, 
No, she was she was going to high. She was getting ready to go to high. She was graduating for the eighth grade. She was getting ready to go to uh, ninth grade. And he says, uh, I got her uh, the new iPhone. At this particular time, I think the phone was like $1,100. So I'm like, damn, $1,100? Really? I said, what about a regular phone? Well, you know, she's graduating from middle school. And, you know, I didn't get off into too much detail, but I'm saying to myself, shit, I wouldn't get no child, no $1,100 phone, graduate from no middle school. Oh, she's really smart. Well, you know, really smart is nice. Depends on what is really smart. Because if you're going to spend that type of money on a phone for an eighth grader going to the ninth grade, I wouldn't spend that kind of, because I think it's foolish. Because what is really smart? And just because they're in the eighth grade, how long are they going to carry that into the rest of their life? And being really smart, just because you get A's in middle school don't mean you're going to get A's in high school. And a phone, that value for people who, who work and don't have one, it's like, hey, if that's what you want to give your child, that's your business. But to me, that is foolish money because you could have gave a child a couple of, you know, you could have gave a child a, if you're going to spend some money on a phone, a $300 phone and took that other nine, what that other 800 or whatever's monies and put it in the bank and open up a bank account. If she or he didn't already have an account and show them the value of this money going into this account in order for you to save in order for you to one day buy yourself your first car after high school. But if we don't teach our children, don't expect too much. Because you look at your, your situation, not all, but some, you may be living from check to check, as a lot of people are, and high uh, rent, high mortgage, high car note, high insurance, but you still move forward with trying to front. If you can't pay something, don't try to go and buy it. Just to prove a point, because the point you're proving is that you're not very smart. Teach your children. Have them learn the value of a dollar. Go and do the stock game with your children. Netflix, pick out a stock. Netflix, Apple, these are the stocks the kids, maybe Amazon. Pick out the stock and do the weekly testing. See how much they understand from one point to the other, did it gain or did it lose? You teach them this, they'll understand it, and they'll want to play it eventually on their own. And they'll play it eventually by themselves. Just because they're interested if you make it fun. But if you don't make it fun, then you could mess it up. But then again, if your kid is bright and interested in money, chances are, They'll pick it up, but you have to do something because in these days and nights that we have coming uh, forward, if you're not saving your money and teaching your children, the valuable commodity that we have as parents are our children. It's not our job. It's not our house. It's not our car. It's our children. They are the most valued commodity. And if you're not teaching them the value of a dollar, you're going to fail them in the end. My brothers and sisters, this is part four in Renelnomics. Our children are our future, and we must teach them the value of a dollar. 
not just spending it because they begging, but saving it because it's right. My brothers and my sisters, this is your brother saying peace. Have a great day. Renell Nomics, part four.